Channel 33. Hello, I'm Clen Dendy, filling in for Need Andrews, who's having a spot of legal trouble uh, here on Channel 33. Uh, coming up on today's program, we've got advice for people who are scared of malt loaf in Live and Let Loaf at 4 o'clock. If you are scared of malt loaf and find yourself in a room full of malt loaf, then my advice is get out of the room that is full of malt loaf. Thank you. Uh, Mary and Angela have a blazing row about a kite in this week's episode of Australian soap opera, Sand Here, Sand There, This Bloody Sand is Everywhere, at 5.09 o'clock. I told you not to let go of the bloody rope! And I told you, I don't have any hands! There's an exciting find in this week's episode of Antique Hunt at 11.21. So when did this item come into your possession? Um, I've actually had it all my life. Uh, we still aren't really sure what it is. Well, I can with confidence tell you that what you are holding isn't an antique at all. It is, in fact, your own scrotum. Oh, right. Is it worth anything? Possibly. Uh, it's, it's burgundy. I promise you it's burgundy. I should know. It's my undershirt. Gah! Uh, uh, lots of sick animals on the Animal Hospital show, as good as it vets, at 4.31am. Why are they all so sick? Singing sensation Curly the Boy goes reggae mental on his new single Syrian Hornpipe at 4am. Syrian hornpipe. That's the kind of lineup dreams are made of. Uh, but, but up next on Channel 33, it's. Ever wondered how? Or why? Or what? This is the actual truth about. Having a giggle. Laughing. That was hilarious. If you're doing any of these things, then you might be watching stand up comedy. But who are the people telling the little jokes in return for little laughs? I'm Andy Smith, and this is the actual truth about stand-up comedy. I met up with world-famous comedian Isla James after the first of her 12 stand-up comedy workshops. Isla, it's great to see you. You're my favourite comedian. How was teaching today's workshop? Hi, Andy. Sorry, I'm just a bit stunned. A man went berserk during the workshop. He told everyone he'd just purchased a goose, then just yelled, where am I going to go for Christmas? Then he told 17 people that he'd just met, that they were his only friends in the world, and he couldn't face eating a whole goose on his own. It ruined the whole workshop and made everyone feel really uncomfortable. That is such a shame that one person can ruin such a great opportunity for everyone. Who would do something like that? Andy, it's me! I know him! It's me, Rodney Sugar! Oh, uh, hello there, Isla. Thanks for the workshop, it was brill. I refuse to be in the same room as this man. Please don't go, Isla. Uh, we have so much to talk about. Isla, can, can we please just do the interview? Don't fear, Andy. I'll do the interview. It's going to be a magical interview full of big laughs. Rodney, I really don't think that's... I met up again with disgraced former sugar specialist Rodney Sugar, who attended the workshop. Rodney... Apparently you ruined the workshop. Oh, I don't think so. Andy, the big news is that I'm a stand-up comedian now. And to be very honest with you, Andy, it's going so, so, so well. I'm getting big laughs. Big laughs for Rodney. 
Big laughs for Rodders. Great. Well, could you tell us a joke? Who got declared legally bankrupt today? Rodney Sugar. <laughs> Here's another one. Who is currently ruining my life? Susan Sugar and her disgusting new piece, Sir Dennis Belt. We're doing this again. Here's another one. I saw Sir Dennis Belt, my ex-wife's new fling, wearing my pyjamas the other day. What else does he want? The clothes from off my actual back. I love those pyjamas. Here's another one. Why don't you just take everything I have, you horrid, heartless, sullied Susan? You're a sour, sullied Susan and I don't want you back. And this is the sort of material people can expect from you, is it, Rodney? Where am I going to go for Christmas? I can't go to the Royal Institute of Sugar, not after what happened last year. Last year I was Speaker of Honour, but my behaviour was despicable. I ruined that party for everyone and they'll never have me back. Well, thank you for your time. Andy, I'm going to be very honest now. Rodney, you don't need to be. Andy, you're my only friend in the world. Please say you'll spend Christmas with me. I can't face eating a whole goose all by myself. Jesus, Rodney. Please, Andy. Please. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll spend Christmas with you, Rodney. That's the best news I've had all year. Well, this has been full of big laughs. But remember, if you're tired of sitting down, you might want to try standing up. Stand up. Stand Stand up. Hey, I'm Tony Peck, and oh my god, you couple of schmoes look like you got a right case of the moody blues, am I right? Spot on. Correct. We sure do. What if I told you, Smucks, I got a product that means you're never gonna be sad again? What do you say to that? I'd say you're a disgusting liar. Agreed. A dirty liar, I'd say. I ain't no liar, boys. I'm a truth guy. Straight and narrow. Look at this. Stick your head in the bucket, boys. Holy smokes. I'm full of vim. I can't actually believe it. I'm vim central station right now. My vim is off the actual charts. I bet you're sorry you called me a liar now, aren't you, boys? Yes. Also, yes. Don't tell me not to live to sit and puck it. Life's candy and the sun's a fucking Tony Pep Vim bucket. What's in this bucket, Tony? Glue and paint fumes. And to all a good night. Tony Pep's Vim buckets can lead to substance abuse and or instantly soiling of the drawers and surrounding area. T's and C's for you and these. And now on Channel 33, Interviews with Nature with Nige Travis. Welcome to Nature 33 with me, Nigel Travis. I've recently come up with a groundbreaking invention that allows us to speak to animals. This week in a Nature 33 exclusive, I'll be talking to a very special group of snails. Hello. Hello. Yes, hello there. My name is Jimmy the Destroyer. And I'm sure your listeners would like to know what Jimmy the Destroyer does in his spare time. And here it is. I enjoy relaxing. All snails enjoy relaxing in the sun. And, of course, world domination. Right. That's right, Nige. Let my powerful, booming voice strike fear into every... And I am James, the awful prick. 
and I am so awful that you absolutely wouldn't believe it. James, I'm in the middle of telling him. I'm so sorry. I, I thought you had finished. I was in the middle of a sentence. Mm, yeah, that, that's my fault. Have you told him about the relaxing? I love relaxing so much. Guys, I just told him. Sorry. Thank you. That's right, Nige. Let my booming voice strike fear into the depths of your human heart because the tables have absolutely turned. Prepare for utter, utter carnage. The kind of carnage... I am James the Awful Prick, and I am so awful that... Sorry, I cut you off there. Can I tell him? Fine. I am James the Awful Prick, and I am so awful that you absolutely wouldn't believe it. I enjoy relaxing, obviously. We all enjoy relaxing. I think I love relaxing the most. Wait your turn, Joe. Yes, I'll wait my turn. Uh, Sorry, everyone. But also, I enjoy world domination. Yes, tell him. I'm doing it now, Joe. I, I I am literally doing it now. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. We're all sorry. And listen to me, Nige. Listen to me good. Listen to him good. Listen to me now because it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Big time big. Yes, and tell him about the relaxing. He's heard about the relaxing. We've moved on. Uh, listen, Nige, us snails enjoy relaxing. Do you think you've heard enough about the relaxing? Yes. Then let's talk about this. Joe... Tell him your name. I am Joe the Cunt. You can't say that on radio. Pretty terrifying, right? Sorry, I'm not calling you that on the radio. Oh, uh, go on. Why would you want to be called that anyway? Uh, Because it's a terrifying name which will strike fear into every human heart. And, Nige, you will bow down. You'll bow down big. Sorry, I cut you off again. Uh, it's okay, don't... Bow down big before your snail lords. Then we can have a nice relax. Uh, sorry, I've interrupted you again. It seems to me you're much more interested in relaxing anyway. I love relaxing more. I love relaxing more. We all love relaxing. Well, then, instead of focusing on world domination, why don't you all just have a nice relax? Yes, let's do that. Excellent. I've been Nigel Travis. Join me next week when I'll be speaking to a newt. These jeans are stylish, but my God, they don't half make me sweat. You're telling me? I'm sweating like a Trump trapped in a pilot's panties. Not to mention the fact the material is non-renewable. Ronnie's whistle. What was that? And what on earth does he have on his legs? What? These old things? They're my entirely renewable, entirely breathable aubergine jeans. Aubergine jeans? Aubergine jeans? Aubergine jeans! Aubergines! Take a look at my aubergine jeans! Peeping Tom without any spectacles. These truly are aubergine jeans. Aubergines! Now at last I can dance with dry legs and a clear conscience. Aubergine jeans! Aubergines! Entirely renewable, entirely useless, stinky as shit, Uber J Jane's. Available from any good clothing merchant just south of Brighton. Don't be a bastard, buy them now, Uber J. Next up on Channel 33, strap in and hold on to your hats. It's another explosive episode of Turn Your Life Around with Claude Leslie. 
it's me, life coach Claude Leslie, and in three minutes I'm going to turn your life around. Quick! So I've been looking in your room and at you, and frankly I'm disgusted. My name's Robin, I'm a data analyst, and I lack confidence. How dare you? How dare you, you pig? You sit on your ass and you're so blind to what's in front of you. Not everything's about data analysis. You sit there on your ass in those stupid glasses. You're a joke. You're a smug joke, you loser. Come at me and I will knock you out, big boy. I just want to boost my confidence. Oi, big boy, you don't care. You're gone. You're over. The lights are on, but hello, there's nobody in there. Shut it down. Shut what down? You are so in denial. It's unbelievable. You're not even listening. If you won't listen to me, let's try one final roll of the dice. I've invited your friend Keith over as he has something important to say. Quick. Robin, we all think your dress sense is bland. Keith thinks you're a tosser, Robin. Now do you see the amount of shit we're in? Am I the only one who cares? I'm sorry you feel that way, Keith. Oh, piss off with all these excuses. He is telling you, you pig. You lay in it. You lay in your own filth. How can you even call yourself a man? Oh, I need to get some air. I need some time away. I need some time away from you. I am out of here. Turn all the recording criminal off. Seriously, get me some space. I need to think. I'm walking out for real, guys. Seriously, guys. And I'm back. Robin, I've had some time to think and really contemplate, but I need to know you're on board. 100%. You're a stubborn bastard, Robin, but I'm here to help. I was always here to help, seriously. Can we work together to make you a success? Quick? Yes. Well, Robin, my team and I have been up all night and we've given you this beautiful new shirt. Gone are those ridiculous dated glasses to create a sleek, modern look that is perfect for dinner parties. I I need those glasses to see. And I've got one final surprise for you. Gone is your dreary job as a data analyst. I spoke to your boss and got you fired. I've spoken to my friends in Los Angeles, and I've got you a job as a lion tamer. A lion tamer? Claude, I have no relevant experience. I've gone in for a hug, and you're hugging me back. This is emotional. You're a stubborn bastard, you know that. And this has been one of the toughest renovations of my career, but I truly believe you can make yourself a success. I enjoyed my work as a data analyst. Good night. Data analyst, my ass. Can you sing? <laughs> I doubt it. It's the really good singing competition up next on Channel 33. Hello and welcome to the really good singing competition. I'm your host, Neat Andrews, and this is my co-host, Corbett LaJoyce. How are you, Corbett? When I say Corbett, you say LaJoyce. Corbett! Corbett! Well, they certainly enjoy that, don't they? Still here, Andrews. Excellent stuff. Let's meet our first contestant, Delroy the Dumpster Fire McMear. How are you, Delroy? Off the scale with happy feelings. And you can sing, can you, Delroy? No idea. And why do they call you Delroy Dumpster Fire McMear? Do they? Excellent stuff all round. What will you be singing tonight, Delroy? A song I wrote called Big Old Titties. Okay, whenever you're ready. Big old teeth, big old teeth. Stop, stop, you can't sing. Why did you come here? Your producer found me on the street and said I should come here and do this. Don't say that. Our next contestant is Mary Gander. Hello, Mary. And now, you've got a very sad story to tell us, haven't you, Mary? Have I? Yep. Dead mum or, or dead dad, something like that? No, I don't think so. I'm doing all right. This isn't going to work at all. What are you singing? A song called Big Old Titties. It's by Delroy Dumpsterfire McMear. Are you sure you don't have a dead mate or a sick nan or something? Mentally ill brother? No? 
No. Right, well, go on then. Big old titties. Stop, you've won the competition. The best rendition of Big Old Titties by Delroy Dumpsterfire McMere I've ever heard. Bravo! That's the end of the show. Thanks, everyone. Actually, tell a lie. My Uncle Nick is mentally ill. Bit late now, Mary. La joy, la joy, la joy. Pull your Victorian tights up and light the pipes. It's episode five of Elspeth's Diary. Dear Diary, I'm afraid to say that things have never been worse here at Mottis Font House. The master has been called away on matters most urgent. He left in the middle of the night without a word to anyone. All that was found was a note on his desk. It seemed to have been written in a terrible haste. Ink splatters all over the page. Something I know the master has never in his life allowed. When I approached the master's bedroom to perform my daily duties, I was delighted to see the sleeping figure of dear old Ned. Good morning, master. Time to greet the day. What the merry hell do you think you're doing, girl? Shut those curtains at once! I was shocked something fierce, Dari. In old Ned's bed lay the body of his younger brother, Wynne Mottisfont, a man I am ashamed to say we all dislike heartily. Young Wynne, is that you? That's Master Wynne to you, girl! What kind of regime was my foolish brother running here, allowing serving girls to enter his chambers unannounced? I apologise, sir, uh, Master... Whatever cosy arrangement you used to have with my brother will not do with me. Remember your place, girl, or you will be out on your ear. Of course, Master Wynne. May I ask you where Master Ned is? We were not informed you would be staying with us. Well, I can tell you where he's not, and that's bound and gagged in the wardrobe there. Your previous master has left on urgent business. Didn't you see my note? His note. I'm the new master now, and he has signed his estate and all his belongings over to me. No, surely not. The master would never... How dare you? Don't you dare say another word. I'll have you flayed in the street. Come here, girl. As I approached young Master Wynne, I could see he had a wild look in his eyes. I feared the worst, diary. Now, if you insist on barging into my chambers at this time, you can jolly well make yourself useful. Of course, Master Wynne. What is it you require of me? You can start by fetching my clothes from the wardrobe there. No, wait! No! As I opened the wardrobe door, out leapt the master. I pulled the gag from his mouth and helped him stand. Wynne tried to make a run for it. So quick as a flash, I grabbed the tongs from the fireplace and clamped him down hard on his proud Percy. With all my might, I slung him to the floor. No! My Percy! My proud Percy! In tatters! Absolute tatters! Win Mottisfont! This time you have overstepped the mark. I will no longer protect you from the full force of the law. Elspeth, my sweet girl, are you all right? Don't you worry about me, Master. Astounding as always, my dear Elspeth. She's busted my Percy, brother. My once proud pea is proud no more. You disgusting wretch. Hold your tongue. Elspeth, fetch the constable. My little brother will be sent to jail for life. Take pity, brother. All I want is everything you have, and for you to die horribly. Is that too much to ask? 
Shall I bash him again on the Percy, sir? That won't be necessary, Elspeth. He can bash his own Percy from now on. What? Shut up, vile criminal. Whatever will I do with my poor tattered Percy? Call it a penis like everyone else, you little creep. With that diary, I took my leave and fetched the constable. Everything is back to normal now at Mottis Font House. The master has rewarded me for my bravery by placing me in new quarters. I now reside at the top of the house diary, a lovely view of the grounds and my own fire to boot. Although, I will say this diary. Someone would have had to let young Wynne into the house. We have an untrustworthy among us, diary. I'll soon get to the bottom of it, don't you worry. Good night, diary. Good night. Channel 33 Channel 33 was performed by Adam Byron, Harry Kershaw, Matt Cavendish, Laura Kerman and Chris Lees. It was written by Adam Byron, Harry Kershaw and Matt Cavendish with additional material by the cast. Editing, production and original music by Matt Cavendish and Richard Baker. It is created and produced by 33 Productions.